pop up as it goes along? Yeah, you know, that's, uh, you raise a very interesting point. Uh, there, there, there is a ridicule factor where pilots are afraid to report this. Uh, airline pilots have been instructed, you know, not to report these things because it calls, supposedly calls their sanity into question. Um, but now, in an age where, you know, the, the videos have become, you know, really uh, sophisticated, um, I think you will see more of this. And um, um, uh, I think there's a chance now that, you know, the, the science is based on, on videos like this because for the first time they can, they can do analysis of speed and, and distance and um, the, the auras. The New York Times headline said, you know, um, these auras that are uh, around these these objects, which is very interesting. We don't know what that means. The scientists think it has something to do with their, you know, their their power, uh, their propulsion system or whatever. They don't know, but there, there is this glowing aura around them, and that's showing up on the videos. And so I mean, definitely, it'll it'll help. So with these military guys, I mean, there's obviously, well, probably two things they're thinking right here. First and foremost, they probably have to think, like, logically some sort of next-gen weapon or aircraft from another country. I mean, if you're thinking about it logically. And then secondly, I mean, you don't know where to go. It's an unidentified flying object. But is is there kind of worry that maybe this could be a next-gen weapon from another government? Yeah, I mean, the program was called, you know, Advanced Aerospace, uh, you know, Threat Identification Program. So they got the money on the idea that they were going to identify uh, aerial threats. And the, the most obvious aerial threat would be from an earthly adversary. But the more that, you know, the, the contractors looked into this, uh, the, the harder they, they, they found it to, you know, pin this on any other country on Earth. Uh, if, if the Russians or the Chinese or any other country had a craft like this or objects like this with these aerodynamics, they said, we would probably know about it. It's just, it represents speeds and maneuverability um, uh, that doesn't exist on this planet. That's what they keep coming back to. So, yeah, the first thought was, yeah, is this, is this an adversarial, you know, craft of some, of some kind? But um, they, they pretty much ruled that out. Given the speed and maneuverability of these crafts, do they believe these crafts to be piloted? Well, you know, they seem to be, uh, you know, that's another good question. They're not random. I mean, they're not flying around at random. They seem to be uh, flying in, in some patterns. They, uh, they approach our aircraft, then they fly away. Um, so there does seem to be some, you know, deliberate movement, you know, t- to them. And, you know, from that you could probably extrapolate, well, then somebody has to be doing that movement. But they haven't gotten to that point. They, they just don't know. I mean, there's also a question that some of these craft might be remotely controlled. They might be, you know, belong to a, a larger craft. Um, there's some, you know, suggestion in the, in the reports that uh, uh, some of them throw off smaller craft or so. But uh, either way, it, it, you know, they, they just don't know. It, they're not random, that's for sure. Ralph Blumenthal from the New York Times joining us here on the Crowley Show. Now that there's not going to be money going into uh, this project, what do they do from here? Where does where do they go from here? Well, the Defense Department told us that the program shut down in 2012 after the funding ran out after five years. Uh, our reporting suggests that it, the program continued uh, and it continues to this very day. Um, they have um, partnered with different uh, other agencies like the Navy and the CIA 
to keep it going. Um, but they have to make some decisions uh, at the Pentagon. You would think uh, whether to uh, expand this program, continue it, uh, you know, renew the funding. And the um, director who we interviewed, um, who resigned, uh, resigned, he said in, in his letter, uh, because of um, the lack of funding and lack of support and opposition in, within the Pentagon. So now that we've laid this on the table, you would think uh, some people in the Pentagon would be trying to figure out, well, what do we do now? Is there an Area 51 type place? And obviously not maybe necessarily the way that everyone thinks of it with aliens or anything like that in there, but uh, is there an area where they have pieces of these crafts or, or anything that they could be examining? Well, we reported, uh, really, I think it was one of the more dramatic disclosures in our story, uh, that uh, the program um, has recovered or is in possession of uh, materials, is the way we were told, uh, materials from some of these objects. Um, how much they have and where it is, we don't know. But, um, uh, you know, contractors have been studying these materials they believe have been recovered where they're doing this again, as I said, we, we don't know. There's various research facilities, but that in itself would be a tremendous breakthrough if they have something physical uh, that they can study. I mean, that opens it up to a crazy place there. I mean, if there's physical things, and I, I believe it's like some sort of weird alloy, that, alloy that's been, they can't exactly figure out where it's from. I mean, that opens up a whole weird possibility. It where sure it does. It uh, sure does. And, you know, the first thing they're trying to figure out is, uh, whether it resembles anything on Earth and, and what it's, you know, similar to. Um, so, you know, we don't have enough reporting yet to know what, you know, where they're going on this. But we think it's, it's significant enough to, to report that, you know, they have what they believe is materials. Um, but, uh, you know, more than that, uh, we don't know yet. Have you found this to be... One of the more interesting stories that you've reported on in your uh, long career here. I mean, my God. you got to be kidding. This story is amazing because, first of all, it has dominated, you know, the New York Times metrics. Uh, it's been the most viewed, most emailed, you know, most page views in a long time. Um, I'm not saying it's the most because there's some other big stories, obviously. But it, it has captured interest like, you know, nothing else uh, in a long time because, the, the public is fascinated, and, you know, we like to think that we have taken it out of the realm of mythology and, and given it a kind of a hard, you know, news substance, and that's what we do. You know, we're, we're, I'm an investigative reporter. This is not uh, fiction, uh, science fiction. We have, um, you know, at least determined that a, the Pentagon took it seriously. They've made some, you know, findings, uh, preliminary findings, that these things are worth studying. Um, they have some kind of an existence that is captured on video. So uh, that's kind of a breakthrough. And, Ralph, the thing that stuck out to me here is, like, you know, you go through this and you, you see people with cell phone videos, grainy stuff, things like that. But this is this is surveillance from an F-A-18, probably the most advanced fighter jet we have, with some of the most advanced radar and, and tracking technology that, that we can come up with. And, and there it is. I mean, they're following this thing. Yeah, and, you know, people have remarked that even those pictures are not so great. So, you know, what's up with that? I mean, even with their gun, gun side cameras and all that, and their sophisticated, you know, the most sophisticated, you know, video technology, they're not coming up with, with really clear pictures because these objects seem to defy, 
um, recording in some way. Uh, that's part of their, their mystery. They're, there's some aura around them or so that seems to prevent them from being uh, easily uh, photographed or you know, recorded. Sometimes they're in, on radar, sometimes they're not. Um, so uh, that's interesting. And, you know, sure, in an age of video cameras, everyone's got a camera. And there have been pictures of UFOs taken with film cameras. Uh, some of them are hoaxes. Um, some are unexplained. Um, but um, but this is as good as it gets in terms of a video. They call that a cloaking device on Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have something, uh, these things, and again, we don't know what that is. And uh, uh, that's one of the things scientists and contractors on the program would like to find out. They'd like to duplicate it. Ralph, how did they acquire the alloy? How did they find Uh-oh. the piece of this craft? We don't know. We okay. don't know whether okay. they picked it up. Uh, it, 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 our reporting has not gotten to that point. It is very difficult, as you can imagine. No kidding. Well, is it possible? I mean, uh, this would be speculation, so obviously if you if you can't answer, but, I mean, is it possible that they've engaged in any type of combat with these things? Well, there have been reports, not not in, you know, the New York Times, but if you look in the, you know, the literature, uh, there have been um, cases of military aircraft firing at these objects, um, deeming them hostile, and uh, usually to no effect. Um, uh, for some reason, they seem to deflect, uh, you know, um, armament. Um, I'm not in saying that we found that, and, and the program hasn't found that, but if you look uh, at the reports, um, that, that has come up. Um, so, you know, um, you can't say any of these things were shot down. You know, no one knows that. I mean, that has never been authenticated. So where this material comes from, how they got it, I don't know. This is an ongoing story, like you've mentioned. I mean, you continue to uh, look into this, yes? Absolutely, absolutely. But it's not easy. I mean, no. you know, uh, especially now that it's come out, some people are, you know, scared of talking, uh, you know, sources have dried up, uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're continuing our, our look at this. $22 million. That's not a lot of money, you know. I know I it's mean, not a lot of money, but it does, it validate it validates the, 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 con- the level of concern here, though, to some extent. Well, it does. I mean, it's a serious amount of money for, for some investigation, but I mean, the Pentagon budget is $650 right. billion. Um, and this is not $22 million a year. This is $22 right. million total, so, you know, $4.5 million a year or whatever. Uh, but um, uh, that can do some, you know, some good. I mean, that money, uh, the contractors were paid, and, um, um, you know, they, they could do some research. Uh, um, but considering the enormity of the, of the uh, issue, uh, you would think that it might be worthy of... Uh, of a bigger commitment. Like our entire defense budget. <laughs> well. Ralph, we really appreciate the time. Uh, the work was uh, obviously outstanding, and uh, we hope uh, and pray that you continue to uh, get people to talk on this story because it is incredibly fascinating. Well, we're on the case. and Thank you so much. Hey, thanks a lot, Ralph. Take care now. Okay. And may God be with you. What the hell was that? Man, that scared me a little bit, Are you honestly. kidding me? By the way, have you ever seen me get yips the way I have today? Nah, you've been yippy. What the hell? Last two segments, I couldn't think of what UFO was. Yeah. Total disaster, but Ralph... 
I mean, that guy came forward with a lot of information. Man, I mean, honestly, and that's the thing. Here's the difference between all of this. You see things on, like, weird sites. You've got conspiracy sites. You've got George Norrie, Coast to Coast, all that stuff. This is the New York freaking Times, people. These people go at it, and they investigate Did you hear him? Yeah. That's not the kind of guy we'd normally have on this show. No. Because he starts off, and he says, well... He, you, one of us, I said department or something like that. And I like said that. alien. And, and he, and he oh, corrected program, us. Program. Yeah, he went, program, program. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very, very serious journalist. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for him, and I wanted to get into it, but we've run out of time, and now I'm rambling anyhow over our allotted time, but I'm sure for him being as serious of a journalist as he is, 45 years at the New York freaking Times, that... He looks at this and, and needs to try to pull people's attention to how serious it actually is. He says it's getting a lot of clicks. A lot of people are talking about it. I don't think people are talking about this enough. No. It could be freaking aliens. Even he he chuckled with the alloy comment, but we don't know what it is. See, and if it, there's something we can take from movies here, like there's always a small warning in the beginning of the movie and everybody's like, oh, no. People, you know, consider it, at least. It's the New York Times saying they're are unidentified flying objects. And I'm going to go one step further. I'm pretty sure there's damn aliens in them. Because we can't make that kind of stuff. I'm not a journalist, so no, I, I do think, I mean, he's, he's definitely right, though. I mean, we've got people with their ears to the ground, if... Or is it ears to the wall? Doesn't matter. Both, I think. It could be both. Yeah. Guys, if the, if the Germans or the Chinese or the Russians or the Koreans were doing this, we'd have freaking known about it. I've blown the clock. We talked to Stu Gotts earlier on in the day. It was great. We let you hear that next Crowley Show.